Okay, Bokatov. Today's daf is daf Tes Zion in Baba Kama. Mar yesterday was trying to resolve the difficulty in the Mishnah. The Mishnah first said, first part of the Mishnah is Mashma like the Rabbanan, and the latter part of the Mishnah is Mashma like Rab Tarfon that says that uh, even short time, Bechotzar Nizik, Chayav Nesik Sholem. So the Gemara gave several answers. One answer was, there's no different that there's like a, a difference. The first part of the mission goes like Rabban, and the same thing goes like Rabban. Then the Gemara would say the whole thing goes like Rabban. So the Gemara says that couldn't be, because if it's all like Rabban, the Mishnah says that Shane uh, is more to eat only what's roy for. In other words, uh, like food, uh, fruits, vegetables, things like that. But if like clothing, it's not roy, wouldn't, it wouldn't be chaya. That means, and, and where we're talking, where is Shane? Shane's Bechatzar Hanizak. Because Bechatzar, because in the Rosh Hashanah, it's, it's totally potter. So if you're saying that Shane is only chaya, uh, Shane is chaya only for roila, not for roila, that means that it's like uh, Karen, it's like Karen Bishus Hanizak, which uh, for a Tom, the first three times, she'll only have to pay Chatzin Nezik. And according to a Tarfan, she paid Nezik Sholem. So you can't say that the Mishnah goes like a Tarfan. So the Gemara came out, this is where we left off yesterday, but he says it's really going like the Rabbanim. And the Mishnah, when the Mishnah says Chamisha Tamim, there are five Tamim, if he does it less than three, less than four times, three times or less. And if it's Mu'ay, when, when it says the Chamisha Mu'ay, it means if those things, if you've done it three times, then you are a Mu'ay. And then he has on Shein Vareg and Mu'ay Matchilasan. And where are they a Mu'ay? Bechatzar and Izzik. When it says Shor Mazak, Bechatzar and Izzik, it means. It means Bechatzar Nizik. Now the Gemara says, this is where we are now, about 10, 12 lines down on the page. Maskal Ravina, Haktani Vakamon, we learn in the next parak. The next parak, which is basically explaining our parak. Next mission, tomorrow we'll see Kate's at a regular. It says, Kate said, how, how does the first mission work? What are the examples? So he says, Maskal Ravina, Haktani, we learn later on in the second parak, Shor Mazak, Bechatzar Nizik, Kate so he explains it. In other words, when our mission says Shor Mezik Bishuzinzik, that's like a, that's like a noun, a, a, a subject that we're going to explain in the next Mishnah. According to what you just described, that Shor Mezik Bishuzinzik is the explanation of Shane Regal Moad Metchilasan where Bishuzinzik. In other words, that's an explanation. It doesn't require another explanation. You're just saying that the word Shor Mezik Bishuzinzik in our Mishnah is an explanation of the previous phrase. According to the Mara, we're going to see in the next parak, Shoramaz Bishuzik is a subject that needs explanation. Haktan Lakaman Shoramaz Bishuzik Ketzad. Yeah, and Bishlam Ayribah, if we're talking about it, if it's a subject, Mishamach Haktan Ketzad. Eliyam, Lo Ayribah, we're not talking about it. My Ketzad, what do you mean Ketzad? It's not an issue. That's, 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 that's already the explanation of the previous phrase. Elam Ravina Chasar Machsar Haktan. It's Ayyaf Gulen the Mishnah. And Achanam, it all goes like the Rabbanan, because he said it can't go like Rabtarfan. And if they did it three times, then those five become Mu'ay. And the Shane Varega Mu'ay In other words, there are five that start off being a Tom, being a Tom, like we said, a shore that does malicious damage uh, in any way, not with its feet or with its horn, any way which is not normal for it to do. And if it does it five times, then there's a muay. The shame regular because the regular always muay because again, bishus and nizik. That's what they normally do. They normally eat and they normally step on things. The shame regular muay mitchalasan. The zehu shor hamuay. That's the shor hamuay that we're talking about in the mission. And the mission says for shor hamuay. That sort of means the words shor hamuay in our mishnah after lishbor b'derech ilucha. The shor hamuay. That is shor hamuay. The shor hamazik. The shusan nizik. 
That's a machlok of Tarfin Rabbana we're going to explain in, in the next mission. The Shorah Masik Nishanizik, as we said, Tarfin says any Shorah Masik in the Shushanizik is always Nezik Shalim because it's always Umuwe. There's no business over there. It's Mishun and Pais Nezik Shalim. Rabbana say, no, it's still Chatsi Nezik. By the way, we haven't dealt with all the other animals. Now he says, Vyeshma. In other words, there's five times that become Muad. And Shane regular Mutchulasan, and that's Shor Muad. And if it's a short Tom, in other words, he who does something abnormal in the Shusanizik, that's Machlokshim Tarfin Rabbanu. We're going to see later on in the second paragraph, which we described already yesterday. Vyesh Muad Nachayrim, and there's the Muad and Kiyosman. There are other Muad, and there are certain animals that basically, according to the Tanakam at least, are not really domesticated. They're always Muad. What are they? Hazeb, Ariva, Dov, Bardas, like Menomer, and Rachashim, we explained yesterday. That's the Tanakam. Rabbi Blazer said that some of those could be tar, but they tar, but they could be domesticated, but not snakes. All right, so now that, that we understand how we had said all those things in the Mishnah, that those things aren't describing the five as we thought originally, and then we had the Kash, what about Zev and Ari, that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, etc. No, the five are the ones that are Tomei become Muay. Then you have Shem Vregel, Shemur, Tchilasan, Mishusan, Izik, Shor, Mazik, Mishusan, Izik, and Machlokes, between Tarfan and Abundant, and we also mentioned the Adam, we just mentioned that now, that's another Muay, and all these other animals are also Muay. Tainan Yochi, here's a Bryce explaining. Our, uh, uh, explaining things the way uh, the way we've just described our Mishnah. Hamisha told me that five things that are Tamdim Muadu, and if they became a Muad, if they did it three times from Mashasa and Muad, they become Muad. The Shem Vregel, Muad Mitchas, and Sharegel, Muad Mitchachil, the Zeu Shor Muad, that's what we mean by Shor Muad. A Shem Vregel, he's a Shor Muad Mitchilasan. The Shor Masbushan Nizik is a Machlokh of Tarfan Rabbanan, the Yeshmur Machem Kiosabay, the other. Muad that are Muad Mirchatchila. What are they? I said, I read Dov Menamir Amlus Vanochash Iked Ramlamir. Some asked that as a kasha, and then we had to come on to that answer. Our Mishnah says Tanan Chamisha Tam Chamisha Muadin Masulek. There's only five times five. There's only five Muads. We have Zev, Ariv, Dov, etc. Mishani Um Ravin of Sumer Sarochtani. This is from the Mishnah. Chamisha Tam. There are five Tamim that could become those same actions if done three times, then become Muadin. They Muadum Chamishas Muadin. The shame regular and the shame regular always more mitchila again to do what they normally do. Shame eating food and regal stepping on things, right? It means doing it in normal mood without the animal having malicious intent. He just normally eats, and a regal normally walks. Whatever he does with his body, like we said, that's the answer. Like we said, playing our mishnah way. Some other one, the other more that are more mitchila. What are they? Ke'ilu hazev ari v'adov v'namar v'avlus all those five kinds of animals. We've seen them from say that there are, I mean, there's millions of other animals also, right? But some of those are domesticated. Tanakama held that these are not domesticated. Below lirbuts. So we said one of the things is that an animal does not normally do is lay down and break things, right? An animal normally doesn't, not, doesn't gore, doesn't push, doesn't bite, uh, doesn't fall down on things, break things, and not kick. This we say he doesn't lay down and break things. It's only if you have large pitches. An animal doesn't normally do that. If he does it, okay, if he does it, in Rosh Hashanah, in the first three times he's chatzin ezek, he doesn't Rosh Hashanah, it's machalik subtar from the Rabbanim. Let's say if small pitchers. Small pitchers, an animal could, you know, lay, lay down on and scratch himself, whatever. He could, that, that is normal. And if it's urche, what's the halacha? Says Rashi, Let's see. It says Rashi, because that's its normal thing to do. Remember, we said Shane and Rego, they do their normal thing. They eat in Rosh Hashanah, they step on the Rosh they're potter from that. Rosh Hashanah is an area that's most for everybody to walk. 
So if an animal here lays down on pottery or small pitchers or whatever, and that's normal for it to do, to rest, to, to scratch itself, whatever, your pot was just rub. Why? The told to the regular. Ah, very good. So in other words, that's what it normally does. Remember, what is the definition of Karen that you pay Chatzinezik on? You do something that's not normal for it to do. It doesn't normally, animals don't normally gore or, or maliciously do things. If they do it three times, then you have to pay Nezik Sholin, right? But if something is normal, like an animal eats, an animal walks, this is considered like an animal walking. In somebody else's, uh, not in his own Rishos, of course, but in somebody else's yard, he has to pay Nezik Shalom, that's regal. If my animal just walks into your land and breaks your things, I had no permission to go in there. So even though the animal did, the animal had no malicious intent, or the animal ate your fruits, no malicious intent, but that's what he normally does. If an animal walks in there and normally lays down on small pitchers, that's what it normally does. You're chayev in your rishus. In rishus rab, he's potter. Why, why, why am I logically, mm-hmm. if I have an animal that lies down on top of katanis, mm-hmm. yeah. and I take that animal and I live in an area where there's and rishus rab, right. and I let my animal out right, six times, right. I'm always putter. You're always putter because Even I know. Yeah, your animal's going to do that, works, right? My animal right. Goes and let's. Lies down I'll tell you a simpler down. case. Let's say your animal eats. All animals right. eat, right? right? So let's say I, my animal eats, and I know if he goes to shop, he's going to eat your pears. The answer, the answer is you should. The answer is the other guy. The answer is everybody's entitled to a shusarab. So a park, whatever. Yeah, The answer is is don't leave your don't leave your food. And don't leave your small pictures in the Rishus Rabbim. You're not supposed to leave it there. You don't expect it. If you leave it there, you don't Even expect to I find know it. That you know it. That's right. If you leave, if you leave a bottle of booze or any valuable thing or a glass pitcher in front of the, in the street on the sidewalk at night, you think you're going to find it there in the morning? No, it's Rishus Rabbim. Anybody can take it. That's what it is. You know, you're part in a case like that. Okay. I mean, in a, you're not high because that's what they normally do. They, they're not supposed to leave it there. Okay, it doesn't. So, so again, right. uh, anything which is urche for an animal to do, it is just robbing your putter on your putter because that's what a normal does. Right. And as the person who leaves his fruit or his pictures out there also knows that no animals are going to walk there know and they're going to should know better, right? But if it's lav urche, if it's lav urche, then uh, 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 so lav lav urche is caring. What does that mean? The animals don't normally gore. And as I, I could send my animal, in Rosh Hashanah, my animals, my animal normally, animals don't gore. So can I send my animal out in Rosh Hashanah? Yeah. What's going to happen to him? Nothing's going But Pacham Tanim, you shouldn't leave out in Rosh Hashanah. Pacham Tanim. Pacham Tanim. Pacham Tanim. The Nizik, right? The Nizik, the person who got damaged. If he leaves fruits or vegetables or anything which an animal normally will damage or small Pacham whatever. Uh, it's his own risk. It's too it's bad. It's risk. Risk. However, if he leaves his animal walking around in the Shisra'atim and the other animal gores him, that he could expect some protection from because the animals don't normally gore. And therefore, he, the, the, the gorer has to pay. Except the Torah said, as we said, really he should pay the whole thing. We learned yesterday the halacha that the psak is that Chatzinezek is, is uh, it, I'm sorry, the other way around. He really is putter because he doesn't normally do it, and the owner didn't expect it to happen. The owner, the gorer animal, the mazik didn't expect it to happen. I know my animal's going to go gore him. So, they, but the rabbanon said, you know what? 
you have to pay half. At least pay half because it's a knas. Be more careful with it. Because, but you didn't expect it to happen. That's the, that's the characteristic of Karen. An animal normally is a mu'e to walk in its road, the lishbor, and to break, to crush a person, and to, and to, and to you know, smash a person, crush a person, and step on an animal, and kalim. Now, how can you say that? How do you say an animal is a mu'e for that? We learned before that, um, that an animal is not a mu'e to sit on pachim to break, He's not a mu'ed, but that's considered abnormal, right? So, uh, so right, and the animal would be chayiv for that in Rosh The gore, the damaging, the mazu would be chayiv in Rosh So, how do you say lo misayle habei muadis lealf kedark or l'shaber or to break or l'machs odomus v'mekelim? Right. So, how could you resolve those things? It must be, and Amishah said that he's not a mu'ed for that. It must be that Amishah speaking about big ones. He doesn't have a mu'ed for that. Big ones he doesn't normally break. That's mishuna, and he'd be chayiv for that. And on small ones, that he's a mu'ed for that, therefore, in Rishas Rabbim, he's potter. The Mar says, no, that's no proof. Dilma menatzad. Maybe with the Mishnah, but the Mishnah, he says that he's a mu'ed for that, means that he breaks them not by laying on them. He says he's a, he's a, he's a mu'ed to break the kalim by hitting them on the side. Let's say uh, the guy's got a store and he has his wares hanging out the window, and an animal walks by and smashes them, that's rego. That's what an animal normally does. If your kalim are hanging out into Rosh Hashanah, you know, in those days, like you have a shuk, you know, you picture the shuk, you go to, you know, what the shuk looks like, it's narrow, they got stuff hanging out there, and an animal walks by, that's normal for an animal to break it walking by. He had no malicious intent. In a case like that, you're potter Rosh Hashanah. No, maybe it's going to say, some say, no, the going to say the same thing, but it say it differently. Don't think that's what's not normal. In other words, that that you be chayef chatzin nezik b'shus arabim and and nezik sholim obviously b'shus anizik. If according to Tarfon, this is the first three times. And therefore, it's not the normal way to do. Even he doesn't break small ones either. In other words, it's not normal for an animal to lay down on on even small vessels. That's what Rabblazer said. They say. What in our Mishnah, the, the Bryce says, you see that an animal is a mu'e to break the kalim. Maybe that's speaking of sad, but laying down and up. So we have different opinions over here. We have an Ikanami that says, in other words, when our Mishnah says uh, that uh, an animal is not a mu'e to break pachim, to bake pitchers, is that only large ones? That was the first opinion of Blazer. Seems to be it is the normal to do, and therefore it's patabishus rabim. And the other sheet of Blazer said that all kinds of pitchers. It's not normal for an animal to lay down. It might be able to break as he's walking by and he hits him with his body, but not if he, not to lay down on him. Um, okay. May, uh, yeah, right. Somebody asked the reason he's a kasha. Tan, I this but an animal's not a mu'e to lay down on animals and uh, lay down on Caleb and break him. He is a mu'e for that. By it's not. He's not a mu'id for that, and that would be abnormal. And and But by small ones, he is a mu'id for that. He does lay down on that, and therefore you'd be put to bishus arabim. And because then it becomes like regal. See, then it's like regal. Regal. When a regal, the characteristic of shame and regal is that they damage in the normal way, in their nor- in the normal course of events. If you leave food out, an animal's going to eat it. If you leave stuff. 
uh, that an animal could break and he walks by in his normal course of his, he didn't gore intentionally, he breaks it. He breaks it with his feet, he breaks it with his body, he breaks it. That's normal. So if it's normal, your potter, if you did that, Rishas Ram, because people should have not kept their stuff there. And by Karen, the characteristic is that it was their malicious intent, meaning the animal doesn't normally do that in the course of events. He had to maliciously go after it, breaking it, horn, whatever, pushing it, whatever he did, he had some malicious intent there. So there, the idea is that B'Shus Rab Yechayev Chatzinezek, and B'Shus Anizek Yechayev Nashom, if it's a Mu'ed, of course, if it, it doesn't really, it's like this. Yechayev Chatzinezek B'Shus Rab, if it's a Tam, if it's a Mu'ed, Yechayev Nezek Shalem, B'Shus Anizek, according to Rabbanan, it's the same, according to Rabbanan, even a Tam is Chayev Nezek Shalem in B'Shus Anizek. Hazef Ari, now we're talking so about this. the owner of the the owner of the pachim. No, no, no. We're not talking about the owner of the pachim did damage. The owner no, of the no, animal no, did. In other words, he has no responsibility, right? Now, if he gets paid in certain circumstances, he will get paid. I, I, I have a store of pachim, right? And I go out the road and I line up my pachim. Yeah. In Rishusarabim. In Rishusarabim. Not in my store. They see this all the time. Right, right. People yeah. put it out on the street. On the street, yeah, yeah, the street. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in certain circumstances, have no contributory negligence. No, it's no problem. Only if it's I as the owner of the pocket. Okay, yes. I'll tell you what you do. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, whoa, 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 if they're, if they're, we're making a differentiation saying if they're large pachim and my animal went and laid down and broke them, then uh, he's a tom and he pays half, he pays half, okay? If, if they're small pachim, it could be that it's regel and he's potter. If, if my animal tripped on your pachim and fell, you're chayev because that's boar. That's a boar. Right. That's a boar vicious rabbin. That's a total of a boar vicious rabbin. And for the breakage of the pachim. You're a tough luck. I put, but I put my pachim out in Rosh Hashanah right. to sell them. Yeah. Right? That's what happened. You have the right to do that, and I my animal... Right. Why my, do I have the right to and, do and that? My, because you, could do, you have the right to do it, but my animal also has the right to walk there. Right. And if your animal trips, I'm responsible. Fine. But yeah. if the pachim just breaks because, because it was Urcha of this animal... You're a tough luck. Right? You're, You're a tough luck. That's, 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 yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's it. You got it. It's not Urcha. Right. If it's and, not Orche... Well, why did I put my pachim out there? To why? It? To sell whatever, <laughs> whatever I, I you did no there. Responsibility to put my, you know, no responsibility put my pachim out like there. Like anybody has... It, it's, it's like you could it's do... You, you could put whatever you want out in Rishis Rab. Anybody could do what they want in Rishis right. Rab. But you just can't ask for responsibility. You can park your car, you leave your car on the shoulder that wins. Yeah. And it's going to get scratches. And if somebody puts a minor scratch... All right, well, let's not go into the detail no, there, because that could be... That's not the case. That's not the That's not Orcha. It's not Orcha. You know, it depends, depends who's driving. Well, that's more complicated. <laughs> that's more... That's not an example. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. If you left your, if you left your car out on Michelle Hat Kalim with the keys and the ignition and the motor on, and you don't find it there the next morning... It's your fault. You understand? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's your fault. You say, you say, everyone says, do you have the right to leave it there? Yeah, you do. And the other guy can take it if he wants to because it's free. It's for Shisarab. You understand? Yeah. That's what I don't It's still stealing, right? You're it's still stealing. It's but the insurance fault. company will tell you you're not insured for that, right? Right. You're assuming it's my fault. It's still stealing. It's still stealing. It's like no, no, no. no. It's like this guy the example, the example of the thing, right? Right. The example, the example you right. gave. Tell us, you're entitled to put your your out there, 
And if they get broken by an animal, that's your tough luck because you shouldn't. Have, you, you, know, you knew what you were doing. It was just Rob means when you put it out there, you know, you know that the other guy can have, you know, can can drive by also, and that can happen. The other guy can bring his animals there. That can happen. Hazavari, my barlos. What is a barlos? So yesterday we explained that it's a panther. That's how I translate in English, but we really don't know what it is. Some sort of hyena. We don't know. So he says it's nafrza. My nafrza. What's that? Yosef Apo. Okay, now we know. Even a colored animal, right? Even a colored animal. That's a jackal. But what? Is what? It means a jackal. Could be maybe. Yeah. Savor means colored. colored. Yeah, but it, but it, it's also the jackal. Name of an Which one? A jackal? He says it's a jackal. He says weasel here. Yeah, weasel. Okay, Savor. whatever. I told you that's not. We don't really know. Afat savua, even a colored one. Now, afat savua means he's adding on to the other ones, so it's not barterless. Rablezum or afanochash. So Rablezum is even a nochash. Now we really saw. Now this has got to be. This has got to be. Uh, Rebbezer is adding on to the other ones, even though we had Rebbezer in the Mishnah, and the Mishnah already said Nachar. So you have to say it's going on the Brisa, or his Mishnah was read differently. But Rabbi Yosef Tzavu is Apa, and Rabbi Yosef said that Tzavu is Apa. So how can we say that Bartles is Apa, and then Rameir is adding on Apa Tzavua, right? So if Bartles is Apa, is is uh, is an Apa, so how could Rameir say Apa Tzavua? Even another one besides the Bartles is Tzavua. Tzavua, according to you, Apa is Bartles. So if Savu is Appa, and they're all the same, so how can you say even that one too? It's low kasha, comes to Wazocha, comes to Winnekeva. Two different ways to learn the Rashi. The second shot that he prefers is that the Mishnah um, is speaking about in the Keva, and Rameir is adding on even a Zohar. The Tanya, Savu Zohar, Savu Zohar, what is Savu Zohar? It's a different kind of an animal. We had this by, we, we know this like, you know, the transformation takes between a caterpillar and a butterfly. So the Bryce brings down that other animals have this also. The time Savua Zohar Lachashav Shonim Nasa Atalek becomes a bat. Atalek Lachashav Shonim Nasa Arpad makes an Arpad, which is also some sort of a flying creature. Arpad Lachashav Shonim Nasa Kimush. Kimush Lachashav Shonim Nasa becomes a thorn. Chok Lachashav Shonim Nasa Shade becomes a shade. So it goes from comes from an, uh, an, an inanimate uh, animate to inanimate to animate. We don't know. So Shidro Shalotam, like a, a person's spine after seven years, Nasa Nochash. Becomes a snake. If he bows down at Modem, then he shows um, that he shows uh, that he appreciation to Rabban Shalom. Whereas the Nachash is a symbol of being uh, of being unappreciative, and you know he just takes everything and uh, tries to fool Chava, uh, etc. So um, so a person's spine, so to speak. So all these transformations are brought down. You know, how many of them we still have today? We don't really know. We don't even know our shade in today, whatever. But we know there is such a thing as transformation as we see by caterpillars. So so now we said Rameyram is that's hyena. Yeah, that's I know. Hyena, that's I said. I said some say that the Bartles is the hyena. Anyway, whatever. Could be the hyena is colored also. what do you mean? So it's mashma. He says here, Reb Lazar says Reb Lazar's adding on Rashi says the kasha like this. Midiktani af mechlad Reb Lazar. The other ones are, are, are definitely modern. But Imisha says according to Reb Lazar, Reb says that the other ones are not. Are, you know, they could be they could be domesticated. Only the nachash is not. And here it's mashma af nachash even even the nachash and the other ones are also always undomesticated. So don't say afa nachash. holds that the other ones could be domesticated, could be not, but the nachash is is always undomesticated. Amr Shmuel. 
Now we're going to talk about what, how an animal, what's considered, remember, remember the rule. The rule is that if it says something which is abnormal, right, Not, like with malicious intent, abnormal. Yesterday we saw an example that was on, on, on today's daf of an aleph, where the wise get lying in Rashi. So remember what, if a, what is a shame, uh, shame means he's, he's a muay to eat what he normally eats. That means that if an animal eats a, uh, a, uh, a suit or a dress, that's not normal, and therefore that's Karen. That's Karen. And you pay Nezek, you pay Chatsi Nezek. Well, the same thing we're going to see over here now. Amr Shmosh was like this. Ari Bishus, well, how does, an, how does a lion normally uh, eat its prey? Ari Bishus Arabim Doras V'achal Potter. If he seized it and ate it, he's Potter. You know why? Because that's what a lion does. A lion eats the animal, as we say in Yiddish, Leibetikahait. He just tears right into it and eats it. And if he does that in Rishus Arabim, <laughs> That's normal. Where else would it be? Where do you have a lion if not in Rishasarabim? Okay, so, so an animal's walking, if you have a lion walking with Rishasarabim, and you had your little cat or your little puppy walking tough there, luck. and he ate the animal, you tough luck. Tough luck, that's what Rishasarabim means. Who leash. are you going to sue? The lion owner. The lion owner, sure. Sure. Did you ever see the guy with the boots and the stick and the little chair? Right. No sense. So Amr Shmuel, Ari Bishus Rabbim Doras V'achol Potter. Why? Because because that's Kedarko Bishus Rabbim. In other words, in other in other words, what is that? What is that? What's what's our definition? What's our word? What's how do we call that? Shame. That's shame. That's shame. He's eating Bishus Rabbim. That normal thing. Taraf Achav. Wait a minute. But if he kills the animal first, he tore it up. Taraf. He tore it up, and then he, he ate it later. And then he ate. He turned on. Then he's Chayiv. Why? Because it's not normal for him to do it that way. And then, what is he? Then he's, he's chayev, because that's already Karen. He's doing something which is not normal. Rashi says, the lav told her the Karen who, That's what Shmuel says. So Shmuel says, if he ate the animal... If he ate the animal that way, mine. However, we're going to talk about exceptions in that. So he says, if he, if he, if he ate it, while it's alive, that Doris Vachal, he's just, he's, in, he's part, that's normal. But, but if he did something which is not normal, like killing it first and then eating it, then it's Karen and he's Chayab. Let's, let's, let's first see, let's so see all the examples. A guy who owns a lion. No, no, a guy owns a lion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he lets his lion out in the street. That's right, that's right. right. He lets his lion out. He doesn't put it on a leash. He lets his lion out. Oh, he might be on a leash. It doesn't make any sense. He might be on a leash. He's He might be on a leash. Yeah, he ate the owner. He might be on a leash. He might be on a leash. That's the, that's what he that's says. That's the law. That's the same thing. Some people say, uh, some people might feel the same way if, if, if you, you had a, a big ox with horns walking right. down the street, too. You or know what I mean? Pitbull. Or a pit bull, right? Pitbull. So uh, let me see. Whatever the norm was. Okay, now. So let's understand this. He says, so Doris Vachel Potter, so Doris Vachel, so again, he explains now. He explains it. Doris Vachel Potter, keeping the orchid, since it's normal for an animal, to, for a lion to eat that way, eating it late, uh, while it's alive, keeping the orchid in the meadows, Havle Kamosha, Achle Paris Biroko, Stavle Shane, Bishas Rabin. Nothing wrong with that. It's like eating, eating fruits. Eating fruits or vegetables or eating your cat, it's the same thing, because that's what he normally does. He eats it that way while it's alive. Shame, Bishas Rabin, Potter. Taraf, but if he killed the first love or it's not normal to do it, and therefore it's Karen. Now, the tree for love What do you mean? The animal, the lion, never kills first and then eats it later on. He always eats it later, like like you're questioning. What do you mean? What is he talking about? We have a passing as An Arye, the lion kills for its cubs, and they call that in English whelps. You know, the small small lions. You know, baby lions. He kills for them first. 
The answer is that's different. Bishvil Grozavi. He will kill first to store food away. That's what we're going to see. For, his, for himself, he just goes and eats it. For his little cubs, he'll kill it first. So that's the deception. Then the Pesach goes, Umachanik Lobosim, and he also strangles for, its, for his wives, for his lionesses, you know, for the, for the female lions. Again, Bishvil Osev. In other words, he does for, him, for his wife. Yeah, he'll kill one, he'll strangle one. Vimale Terev Chorav, and he'll fill... He'll fill uh, his holes, you know, like his little, like a, like a mouse hole. He'll fill his hiding places also with torn up animals. Means he'll kill them first. Again, Mishfil Chorov. To store away, he'll store. And if he's hungry now, he's just going to eat it straight away. If he's got to store for, he's got to get some food for his kids or for, for his family and for, you know, for the next day, Uma'onos of Trefa that goes on and his dwelling place also Trefa. Again, Mishfil Chorov. If it's to store away food, he will kill first. So we're saying, of course, an animal, a lion kills, you know, eats both ways. He eats. He eats, uh, if he's eating, but he's saying, if he eats right now, then he kills, he eats it right away. But that's where he's storing, he's storing it away, he kills first. However, our, what Shmuel was talking about is, in the Rishos he kills it first and then immediately eats it. That's not normal. That's what he's saying, that's not normal. Any kind of a wild animal. It came into Chatzar Nizik, Tarfa, Behema, and he slaughtered the animal as he tore it up. Ba'achla, and he ate it. Ba'achla, Basar, Mishalim, Nezik, Sholim. He eats Nezik Shalim. So what do you see over here? This is also, you say he killed the animal and ate it, including even a, a lion. So you see over here all kinds of wild animals. You see in that it's considered, that it, that's, that's like Shane. He's Chayv Nezik Shalim. It's mashma that, that is normal to him. Now that's different. That's speaking about where he tore it up in order to store it away. Right? In order to store it away. He says he ate it. What do you mean store it? He ate it. So the animal first stored it, it, killed it to store it, and then he changed his mind and he ate it. So more discussion. How do you know? Did you ask the animal? The animal tore it up and then he ate it. How do you know you meant to store it up? Though the Shmuel Nami maybe Shmuel's also maybe Shmuel's case also speaking about where he tore it up first to, to store it and then he ate it. Which case that's normal? In which case normal should be part of Rishusarabim. So I'm not going to take a little study, Tony. This price you have to learn two different parts of it. Tony, either he either he he killed it in order to store it, or he he trampled it and ate it like uh, while it's alive. Then Mishalma says Shalom, because that's Shane if he did it Bishus Bishus Hanizik, because that's the normal that's normal Shane if he did it that way. Ravina Omar Kikamer Shmuel Bari Tarpes Shmuel 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 is talking about with an animal which was a lion in the street which was domesticated. So if he's domesticated, that's why it's not considered normal for him to tear it up first. You'll ask the obvious kasha, right? So it's not normal for, to kill it first, and therefore it's karen. It's not normal to do it. It says that it can normally be domesticated first. If that's the case, if it's not normal for, if he's domesticated and he doesn't normally eat the other animals up, so, so not only when he kills it first, but he shouldn't be eating it first either. He shouldn't. Why do you say that if he ate the animal, labored the guy, if he ate the animal while it's alive, that's normal in your pot of You said it's domesticated. Domesticated doesn't eat the other animals. It doesn't make sense. El Dravina Lava Shmuel. He's not going on Shmuel's case. El Amasnisa. He was going in the Brisa. Kitan Masnisa Bari Tavs. Where's our vicious, the Brisa speaking about a, a lion which is domesticated? And therefore, therefore, he's really, he's only, he's only Chai Bishus Hanisik, right? The, what did the Brisa say? Brisa said, Chain Chai Shinichus Lachotz Hanisik. Tarfa Bema Achlo Basim Shalom Nesik Shalom. Says Avalibra Blazer Da Amar Lavu Orchiu. 
if it's not Orche and he came in there, why do you pay Nezik Shalom? Yochi Chatsi Nezik Boy, Lishlom, Mikon, Jabban, Yochi Chatsi Right? Because it's, uh, it's not Orche. We're not going like Rabtar from Chatsi Nezik. The answer is that, yeah, it was a Muay. So Yochi, Yochi, my Haidik Tony, like I've been told the shame for talking about a why are you describing this by a told of shame? Again, that Bryce is speaking about later on in the next, in the next paragraph, by a told of shame, can be told of Karen Boy, Lemesnei. It should be by a told of Karen if you're talking about something which is not normal. Therefore, it's very difficult to answer this Kasha. The, the, the way Ravina answers it. And the best way is to learn, like Rav Nachman Yitzchik said, that the price is speaking about Shatar Falaniyach, Odar Savachal, Mishamas Nezik Shalim, in Rishas Nezik. It's hard to believe that a, that a guy who owns a lion mm-hmm. okay, is completely absolved of all responsibility oh. in Rishas Rabbin. Yeah. In Rishas Rabbin, yeah. No, so, acor- so according, according yeah. I was just going to say. So somebody, somebody could say the same thing by an ox or any no, other kind no, of an animal. No, no, no. Yeah. no. What, I was, what I was just going to say is maybe what the Gemara is saying is. A domesticated lion, you can understand someone could own for whatever reason. What the Gemara is saying, the Gemara is not, if I own a wild lion, no yeah. how can I ever be potter? Look, the Gemara the said, said yesterday that if you have a wild dog, a mad right. dog, or any kind of other thing, you're supposed to kill it. Right? So how do people own lions? Apparently they have but lions. If I they own a lions. wild lion and I open the door and say, go up and go for a walk, <laughs> yeah. how in the world can I be Maybe they were small lions. I don't know. Right? Yeah. So unless know. you were shot, that's not the, the, when the Gemara brings in the concept of the domesticated lion. Rabbi Lezer says that these animals can be domesticated. The Tanakama was talking about the Tanakama was talking about regular ones. A zev, a riva, a doe. Yeah. A nomer, a so the Gemara is using the lion to show you the to teach you what the difference is. I don't know. I don't know. I own a lion. How can I be potter? Well, how can you be potter if you own a bartolus? What, what, what about a what about a leopard? You any happy happy with a leopard? What a panther? You like those things? Right? Maybe they're small ones. I don't know. Apparently, once the, the only you could say is if they were very big. Again, we're not talking about only where blood is domesticated. We doesn't the Tanakh doesn't say that. Maybe you're talking about when they were small. Maybe they had, they had small ones. You've seen seen on television they got these with them when they're little. They they hug them and everything. Maybe they're cubs. I don't know. I don't know why it worked, but apparently that was normal. That was it's normal. normal if to open the gate, it's, it's not to not on walk. not on derech not on derech but it. it's also not normal for for today for for large dogs to go out on their own, right? All, or people. <laughs> okay, so again, there's no such thing. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. no such thing as chatzin nezek. There's no such thing. If I let my dog out, and yeah. if I let my dog out, I so again, again, it's losasim dam veisecha. If it's if it's an animal which is a known killer, and you know that's going to happen, maybe today you'd be talking. Maybe I'm just speaking about smaller animals when they weren't necessarily known known killers. They weren't always moved. My dog is always moved. A nachash is always a moved, right? right? So no, no, that's what Belazer. Right, that's what Belazer. Belazer says that. Belazer says that, but the Tanakhama doesn't say that. The Tanakhama's mashma that all other kinds of animals that are not mentioned that are just wild animals, they're always moving. And and the Hanami, if you have, if you keep that around your house, you're over in Los Angeles. We say so you're supposed to kill animals like that. As crazy as it sounds, the assumption is is that animals 
that we're talking about animals that can be domesticated. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe it's or other, small ones. Okay, let's just go. Let's go. Let's let's just finish up. Mobbing. Yeah, yeah. The autumn is that's autumn's there. It's autumn's damage, right? By the way, also means even if I step on your little pictures that you stuck right, out in the right, street. Right, so that's different. Right. So but in I can let my lion out. So no, you can't let him out. Can't let him out. You you you're, 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 I can yeah. reduce the net if he's not. I can let my lion out on the street. Right. Right. In certain circumstances, I'm put there completely. Not right. Completely. Yeah. Well. Well. Don't Whatever. forget. If the likelihood is that he's going to kill somebody, you're high. You're high of for that. But I don't, I don't think. That. That. I think oh, but that's the answer. That the answer is you don't. You don't know that. You don't know. That. If you're talking. If you're talking about an animal that always kills as soon as he walks out, then it's so sussing the neck. You're supposed to kill an animal like that. You're not that's supposed to keep an animal like the that. Sub, the you know, it, these animals were in the wild. They didn't have zoos. These animals were in the wild. If you had one in your house and it was it was known to damage, you're supposed to kill it. Obviously, we're talking. Animals that do damage, but they're not. It's not a sure thing that he's going to kill people. There are people. There are people. There are people who have these wild little uh, pit bulls or little cubs or little leopards. And it's a certain stage where all of a sudden, uh, you know, this is what they do. All right, Mabain Tom Lemoy, Look at what the alligators did. A terrible story. Mabain, you know, look. What do you do? They're all over the place, right? They're they're alligators, and I, somebody keeps an alligator. That's 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 the sasim tam Ma bein tam the moy, huh? So they're going to be liable. No, 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 no. There's not necessarily. So. Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, but anyway, they didn't. They weren't keeping the animal. The alligators, the alligators came in from outside. They didn't keep. They weren't keeping alligators in the in the lagoon. They came in from outside. Ma bein tam wasim zetam el shetam misham chatzin nezik megufa. As we learned before, tam only pays chatzin nezik from the goof of the animal. If the animal isn't worth more, if the animal was worth twenty dollars and it killed an animal worth a hundred dollars and he has to pay chatzin nezik, which is fifty dollars or forty dollars after you take the dead body off, whatever, and it's only worth twenty, that's all you get is you get the you get you take the time you take the mazik animal itself. Mumur mishal nezik shomena and the new pays a full the full price minaliyah even from the best. What does it mean by aliyah? Amr Blazer the meulish mechasim even the best of the chasim like we learn you pay from if you pay with karka you got to pay with the best of the karka the edus as we saw before. If you have no edus and you have no good assets you pay with anything cash anything will do. But if you pay with karka and you have edus ziburis and and bainus you have to pay with the edus. The chen woman says by yevishka v'cheskiyo imavosav. He died. And they buried him in the best of the sepulchers of Bnei David. Amar Blazer of Mala ate some ulim shemishbacha by the best ones in the family. Manina Davar Shlomi buried him by the best, the top. So, so Aliyah means the best. We're talking about Kvarim here. Here we're talking about Baik Baru. Here means by Chizkia. Rashi says Baik Baru. That he had dug out in Asher Mole, something that was full of, of uh, fine um, um, uh, spices, uh, good smells, Vizonim. My some of the zon was zonim, but also zine zine. It means di- like minehu. It means different species of spices. Whoever smelled them was incited to immorality. So here again, we're talking about here. You talk about Yemio says that they dug. You were talking about digging. He's like the diggers. We get from one topic to the next. They dug a pit uh, to entrap me. Upachim tomu l'raglan. They laid traps for my feet, like they put little pitchers there to trap me. Rabbi Lazar Omer shachashdu mizona. That that um, uh, that Yirmiyah is saying that they were choshed him, that they were choshed him 
of Znus with a, with a Zona. They were supposed that he committed adultery with a married woman, which is worse. That a Zona is like a deep pit. A deep pit. So it makes sense that he says he's talking about a Zona because he said they, they dug a pit for me. What does he mean? What do you mean a pit? Is an not as she's just a worse kind of a zona. If you sleep with an ashish, she's also a zona, but she's a much worse zona because you're misa for that. So therefore, it could even be with an ashish. If they were chosh that he had committed adultery with a married woman, you know that they were trying to kill me, right? Because they're saying that I committed adultery with an ashish. If they were only chosh with zona, my so what does it mean that sleeping with a zone is not a not recommended? It's, it's certainly a sin, but it's not punishable by death. The answer is like sheichu lebe'er tit. In lemavus means that they doesn't. He's not talking about the zuz. He's talking about that they threw him into it uh, to a uh, to a well, you know, full of uh, clay or mud, whatever. Darush Rava might have said, "You mucholim lefanecha beis apecha, a beis apecha sebahem." They should be. They should fall down in front of you. They should stumble in front of you. Uh, he asked Yermio, asked the Rebbeinu Shlom, and when, when your anger, when your anger, do this to them. Even when these bad guys do stucka, like if stucka hachshilim cause them to stumble by improper people because stucka is tatzel mimava say the mafarshim right give stucka say mimava so even if they're bad guys you do stucka you might become uh, at tzaddik thereby he says they've been so bad to me that even when they want to do stucka Give, give, make them give the money to people who are improper. In other words, some won't really be stuck. It's like putting on film and they don't have parshas. So you give, uh, if you think you're giving stuck and you give it to rich people, you're not really, you're not really, uh, you're not really kind of stuck. Just another one more line. Quote, quote also the most they did honor for his death. Melamed sheshivu yeshiva. They made a yeshiva. In other words, they made a a basement or shakolel when the guy died. Pliber of Nasan, Rav Nasan, Rav Banan. Chadam shlosha. One said he did it for three days. Chadam shiva that they learned there for seven days. Ba'amil shloshim. Some said that they learned there for a whole for the whole month. That was covered that they did to Chizkia when he died. All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow. It's from the regular time. Chadam Rabban.